All right, hello and welcome to episode 70 of Dealing with Stupidity. Today's lesson is simple. I share a couple of instances where people just show their stupidity and how much of a piece of garbage they are. Now, normally, I stay away from politics because I don't want to alienate any of my listeners. And for the most part, I, I just really don't care that much anymore because it's all crazy nonsense. But I saw this video that was posted on Twitter the other day that just totally blew my fucking mind. Now, <laughs> the video I saw that um, was this, what's her name? <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You know, that broad from up north, whatever. Yeah, she used to be a bartender, and all of a sudden she's got a seat. Now, how did she get voted in? She is an absolute moron. I don't, I don't base my opinion just on this one interview. So, you know, I searched some other interviews that she has done, and I am just amazed at how clueless this woman is. Now, here's a clip that started <laughs> that started me researching this broad. Okay, now granted, I think she's pretty as all hell. She's gorgeous, but she got the crazy eyes. But anyway, this is what started the whole thing. This this clip. We live in a society where if you don't have a job, you are left to die, and that is at its core our problem. And so there are a lot of different solutions or a lot of different proposed uh, ideas about how we go about that. You know, Bill Gates has talked about taxing robots at 90%. And what that means, what he's really talking about is taxing corporations at 90%. Now, I stopped it there because it just got more ridiculous. And if you really want to hear the full interview, I think it was at South by Southwest or whatever that bullshit is that these people do and they just go and talk and bore the shit out of fucking people. Whatever. <laughs> so that got me searching more because, you know, I don't really pay attention to politics. I'm over it. I'm, I'm totally over and done with it. It's all bullshit. It's all a game. Trump run, ran, won the presidency because he knew how to play the game the best. Or as people did. Whatever. So I started <laughs> watching more interviews on this woman. And she is a complete fucking moron. She completely turned something Bill Gates said in another interview, into her own version of whatever is going on in her crazy brain. Now, if you want to know what I'm talking about, here is what Mr. Bill actually said. Let me find it. It's going to take a second, you know, because I'm so professional. 
Here it comes. Right now, if a human worker does you know, $50,000 worth of work in a factory, that income is taxed. If a robot comes in to do the same thing, you'd think that we'd tax the robot at a similar level. Excuse the gay music. But <clears throat> he was not talking about corporations in any way whatsoever. But the dipshits that listen to this broad are going to believe everything she says. Buy it and accept it hook, line, and sinker. Well, you know, and another thing, she fits right in there with the rest of the politicians. Just make up your own sh version of shit and people especially nowadays, are so far one way or another that they will believe it. It doesn't matter if it's real or not. She's very left-wing. I think she's for socialism, which that's never worked out. But I'm not, politics aside, she... She knows the same morons that voted her in to her seat are going to be the same morons that buy this crap. And it took me less than five minutes of research to find the actual interview that Bill Gates was talking about. Just Google search Bill Gates on robots. He's not talking about corporations. Whatever. It doesn't matter what he's talking about. You know what he's talking about. You guys are smart. All of you are smarter than this crazy-eyed, attractive bartender. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out. I know how smart you people are. You people. But this is just garbage. This is just absolute fucking garbage that people are just... just just cramming into their heads that this, this is the word. Anybody that voted her in is listening to this shit and said, oh, well, if even Bill Gates was talking about tax and corporations, which he was not, then by God, she's right. You know, anyway, you, you can't trust a woman with crazy eyes. She's got the crazy eyes. She's got the bonker eyes. You know, and think about it, especially guys. Any attractive woman you've ever met with the crazy eyes, you know what I'm talking about. Um, they're usually, <laughs> they usually have some kind of agenda. Uh, usually they just want to, you know, usually you hear about them in the news just destroying their boyfriend's home or try to kill them in their sleep or something crazy like that. But, but some people voted her into an office. Wow. Just wow is all I got to say about that. Wow. And if you think I'm exaggerating a little bit, just just Google some of the videos of <laughs> a fucking... Not Google. YouTube search, whatever. Interviews she's been on. She's... A complete moron. I don't know how the wires are tangled up in her brain, but something's not right. 
and she is garbage. Absolute garbage. Pretty, crazy eyes, but she's garbage. All right, so anyway, back to the lesson at hand. What I was originally talking about, about <coughs> people just being absolute garbage, okay? Um, I'm going to tell you a little thing about a guy I used to work with or who was employed by the uh, same company. I know what you guys are saying. Oh, here we go. Kevin's bitching about his job again. No, it's just... A perfect example of somebody being a piece of shit. There was this guy I used to work with that for years, a few years, I couldn't figure out why he wasn't getting noticed like he should have. He worked his ass off. He was never late, rarely called in sick. If He was one of those guys, if he called in sick, this dude is sick. And he was one of those guys that could always be counted on if someone needed help with anything. Now, granted, when he first started, he had somewhat of a temper, but that was because of a previous job he had. It was just instilled in him that, you know, he, he had a quick fuse. <clears throat> but other than that, his numbers were great. Customers liked him. His fellow employees got along with him great. They relied on him. But for two and a half years, he did not, he didn't get a raise or any kind of recognition with all that he did. Everything he did was top notch. And it wasn't just him either. The guy he worked with was in the same boat in their little department. Now, he, this guy didn't put forth as much effort as the guy I'm talking about, but still, they were both managed by the same guy that, for some reason, that nobody else could figure, figure out, at least every, all of us on the outside, the people above him thought that he hung the moon. He was their golden boy. He was awesome. He could do no wrong. Now, granted, me personally, I always thought he was a shady piece of shit because I don't know what, I don't know what it is in me that I can just thought that I can just spot a bullshitter, a liar from a mile away. I always just thought he was a shady piece of shit. I never liked him, so I never really even tried to get to know him. Or want to have anything to do with this guy. But. It took that piece of garbage manager. To quit. For them to realize. What was going on. And what a douche he actually was. And. How much. This guy actually. Busted his balls. The guy I'm talking about. We'll call him Keith. The manager I'm talking about, his manager, we'll call him Joe. Because Joe is a real shitbag kind of name. Real dirtbag, piece of shit, shady fucking name. So, one day Joe puts in his two weeks notice and 
needless to say, didn't do jack shit his last two weeks. He just didn't. He he had already punched out, didn't give a flying shit about anything or anybody but himself. Which, granted, I've been in that position before. As soon as I found out I had another job coming, I've only got a couple of weeks ago. I don't give a crap. I'm done with you. So after he leaves, the other two guys that were under him had to pick up the slack a little bit while the company was searching for a new manager for them. Of course, they didn't ask either of the guys under him that worked under Joe, shitbag. So I assumed that something was going on behind the scenes that nobody else knew about. But I didn't, you know, it's none of my business. It's not my department, whatever. I'm going to go about my day, do my job. But I thought for sure that they would have at least asked one of the guys that were already under them, already knew the uh, the ins and outs. Hey, this position is open. Are you interested or whatever? But it never happened. They didn't even ask. So while searching for a new manager for this department, just a guy above two other guys, everyone started to notice that things were running a little bit smoother than before. Goals were almost being reached, not quite enough, because, you know, only two, two guys can only do so much. But the remaining two guys that had no manager were actually able to show a decline in department expenses and a little bit of an increase in profit. Well, a little while later, we come to find out that the reason that they were doing so well when Joe Shitbag was around, or wasn't around, or it appeared he was doing so well when he was around, was because he was giving ridiculous discounts to, to our big customers and almost zero discounts to the smaller customers. Just making incredibly stupid deals that showed a didn't really show any kind of profit margin in the end. And, but the numbers looked big, but the profit margin was horrible. It wasn't even worth the time to make these deals happen, the time and effort. I guess it's more on thought that as long as the numbers were big at the end of the month, it looked impressive to the people above him. But he didn't realize that the amount of profit to make certain deals happen was absurd and just crap. To sum up, they were losing money after you add in all the time and man hours and the effort put into trying to make these deals happen. He was just, I guess, trying to make himself look good. If the numbers are big, then I'm doing well. Well, the numbers can be big, but if you're not making any numbers, any profit off those numbers, well, you suck. So anyway, a few a few months go by, still without a manager, and the department was starting to do fairly well given the circumstances. You know, it was just these two guys left alone doing their thing. And, uh, it ended up the 
the department had never been more organized. Expenses were cut by a huge amount. Finally, a new manager is hired, and his first month in that position, they came out looking like gold, just rocking ass. Excuse me. And the cool part was that the new manager took none of the credit, zero. He said, this is my first month here. I had nothing to do with it. I'm still learning what I can expect from these two guys. I'm still trying to figure out my place in this whole small department, which I thought was fucking cool as shit. He gave all the credit to the guys that had been there. He simply just praised the guys in place, and he was just trying to help out what he could because he was learning as he went along. So, immediately, really, the new manager wasn't doing shit. He was just doing what he could, trying to help out. Didn't take any of the credit for that first month he was there because by that point, they had already been used to not having a manager and just doing the shit on their own, and they knew what they had to do. They knew their job very well. So everything worked out in the end profits and so forth and expenses being cut and people actually customers happy company happy the upper echelon happy and so on and so forth so after talking to some of the (laughs) management and being nosy more or less I found out when we had a good month, Joe Shitbag took all the credit. And when we had a bad month, he blamed the two guys under him for not doing their part. Well, they believed every word he said, and they never looked into it. They never questioned him or anything because he was their golden boy. This is Joe. Joe Shitbag. He is the future of the company. They just took him for his word. One of the managers said to me, not long after things started getting to normal or where they should have been, Keith really stepped up after Shitbag left. Shitbag being Joe. And I replied that from what I was seeing, he was all, he was doing what he always did. He's always been that way. And after a little while, a couple of months, they eventually gave him a decent raise and praised him for his all his hard work and stepping up. But it took that piece of shit manager leaving to realize what a great job he did all along. And I asked him, <clears throat> you know, when when everything started settling down, I asked him one time if he was happy with the raise they gave him and all that shit and said, are you good? Are you happy now that shit bag's gone and blah, blah, blah. And his only response was that it just made looking for a new job a little less stressful. He knew he was getting fucked. 
he knew he was getting rear-ended every which away by Joe Shitbag. Excuse me, what the fuck was that? And here's what killed me. All the hard work this guy had done and all the money he made for that company, it took one guy leaving to realize that he had, or they had, a great employee. It, make, it, it makes you wonder what kind of BS that shit bag was telling everybody. And if you're ever in that situation, you got to think, what is the guy above me telling everybody i haven't gotten a raise in two years what the fuck my numbers are great customers love me why am i getting why am i getting butt raped every fucking year when raises coming around anyone i'm sure i'm sure everyone has had uh, excuse me i'm sure everyone out there has had something similar to them happen like this but I've had it happen. I've had it happen a couple of jobs. But what kind of manager shits all over the people under him? They are there to make him look good. Never complimented them. Never owned up that so-and-so did a great job and that's why such-and-such a deal went through or why we're making the numbers this month that were above average. None of that shit. No, this piece of shit garbage took all the credit. But it all seemed like he was carrying the department and the guys under him didn't deserve raises. They were just doing mediocre work. He did all the money making. But by God, when they had a bad month, he blamed them over everything. He'd, he'd tell the upper management, well, I can't do everything. I can't make everything happen. Everyone else needs to step up. I'm the one doing everything. You piece of shit, you. It angers me just knowing that this guy exists and there are thousands more just like him out there in the fucking real world. And part of me, I don't get how nobody ever caught on with the pathetic excuses. How convenient on a good month, it was all about him. But on bad months, it was everybody else's fault. You know, I know fucking children. Third grade children with more character than this son of a bitch. So, my advice to you is be careful of the piece of shit garbage you work for or work under. They will screw you if given the chance, 95% of the time. People out there are just out for themselves. That's it. Plain and simple. They're out for themselves. There's no such thing as camaraderie anymore in the workplace. There's no such thing as looking out for each other. I hate this phrase, being a team player. You notice when the only time team player is brought up is when somebody says, you're not being a team player. 
There's pieces of shit out there everywhere. They're everywhere. So (laughs) I did my best to try to find out what is it that makes people like this? What is it that makes people like Joe Shitbag like this? So in my search on Google, which you're not going to find a whole lot of uh, (laughs) search (laughs) results uh, when you ask, why are some people just dipshits or pieces of crap in the workplace? You'll find some, but not much. But anyway, Forbes has an article that I found. Nine things you can do when the boss takes credit for your work and it's by Jacqueline Smith. Jacqueline Smith. It's not Charlie. No, not the Charlie's Angels abroad. Anyway. You can easily find the article yourself if you Google it. Or go to my website. I have a link on the episode page. So in this article, she has these nine ideas that I wish really worked in the real world, but all of them don't. Most of them don't. But I'll list them out for you and give you a little, uh, give you a uh, quick, my take on it, a real quick little take on it on, from my point of view. First one was, don't assume the worst. I'm not going to read what she says, but... To this I say, bullshit. Always assume the worst. People are trash and you can't trust them. Especially people above you. Document your work. This I agree with 100%. Especially if you get positive feedback from a customer. Document it. Save that email. Save that letter. Whatever it is. If you have a customer that praises everything you do, thank you so much, or sends it to your manager to say, hey, I want a copy of that, please. I really appreciate that. You know, just to make my, make it feel like I give a fuck about my job. Her third one was, show the boss how it's done. To me, I say, fuck that guy. How did he get, (laughs) how did he get to be someone's boss if his people skills suck? Fuck him. Learn it on your own, bitch. I'm not going to show you how to do your fucking job. Get your boss involved. No. In my experience, which are most of my experience comes from shitty situations anyway, the less they are involved, the better. Unless I'm really stumped on something and I really need help, then I'll go to my boss. But until then, I've got confidence in myself. He can fist his own asshole. Don't share ideas exclusively with your boss. Absolutely this. Let everyone know or nobody know if you have a good idea. The first thing a piece of shit human being boss will do if it's only you two talking about it is he's going to take that idea and run with it. And if it works out, he looks like a fucking hero and won't mention your name one bit. 95% of the time. It happens all the fucking time. 
her next one was, praise your boss publicly. Hell no. That's the last thing a scumbag boss needs is a bigger ego. And let him, her, know that he can screw you or they can screw you over anytime they damn well please. And you're okay with it. No, fuck you. Don't praise your boss publicly. Publicly. Fuck him. He's out for him. Be open about current projects and ideas. Still no. Keep that shit to yourself until you know it's a good idea or know it's a bad idea. Then maybe if you can trust the son of a bitch, bring it to him. The last one, get a new boss. Now that is always the best option. If you have a shit boss, a shit manager, whatever it may be, fuck that guy. He doesn't deserve your input or what you bring to the table. Better yet, beat the dog shit out of him and then go somewhere else. That would be the most, uh, that would just, that would make so many people's days. Just beat the holy dog shit out of your boss. Fuck him up. Drag him down the stairs by his tie. Fucking bludgeon him in the elevator and make it go all the way to the basement where he's pissing shit all over himself in the fucking parking garage. Whatever. Better yet, you know what's better than that? Find something you can do where you can be your own boss. Fuck people. Man, that is my goal in life is, is to be my own boss. I can't stand... Whew. <laughs> it is so hard when you have to answer to somebody that you know is inferior to you. And I know many of you out there feel the same way. I can't believe this dumb fuck is my boss. I have to answer to this shitbag, this fucking ignorant son of a bitch. So yeah, if you can find something you can do well, be your own boss. Fuck it. What do you got to lose? Be miserable the rest of your life? Well, I mean, if you're getting paid some jack and your 401k is just blown out of, you know, I'll, I'll take an ass fucking for another 10 years. Not literally. <clears throat> but anyway, that was, that was her ideas. <laughs> Show the boss how it's done. Get your boss involved. Praise your boss publicly. Man, fuck you. I've been screwed nine ways from Tuesday. I know how that shit works. Your boss is usually in it on for himself. Fuck him. But anyway, that's my little lesson of this week. That article came from Forbes. Forbes. These people are supposed to be smart. Eat a dick. But I appreciate her. Uh, Jacqueline Smith's. I appreciate her opinion. But I'm just telling you somebody that's been in the real world. Didn't go to college and then get a journalistic job at Forbes magazine. I don't know anything about the woman. I'm just making shit up. Anyway, that's that lesson. 
and I hope you appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Movie reviews. I haven't watched shit but the Stanley Cup playoffs since they started the other night. And the series is tied. Was it 1-1? Yeah. And all I got to say is I'm pulling for the Blues. They got to keep up their pace. They got to keep up the physical play. I can't believe Maroon only played like eight minutes the other night. Man, that guy needs to be out there creating shit and whatnot and just getting in there. They got to play physical. They they can do it if they keep chugging along and just have that mentality. Anyway, if you aren't an NHL fan, you got to watch these playoffs. The Boston Bruins and St. Louis Blues, last time they met in the playoffs was in 1970 where the Blues got swept. If you've, ever, if you've ever seen that classic hockey photo of the Boston Bruins of Bobby Orr taking that dive with the game-winning goal or whatever the fuck it was, it was from that series. So anyway, I, I even if you're not a hockey fan, this is this will blow this series so far, two games in, is blowing the fuck out of any NBA final or any of that bullshit. Sock, well, I'm not. I'm not going to bash any other sport except for NBA. You got to watch this. These teams don't. Ha- these teams respect each other. They don't hate each other. But man, they're playing hard as shit, and they both want to win so bad. St. Louis really wants it. I think they're little talent wise not there with with. Uh, Boston, but man, they're playing the balls off. They want they want to win this shit so bad. They're playing their ass off. Seriously, watch it. If you're not an if you're not an NHL fan, you will be after this series. So yeah, no movie review, just Stanley Cup playoffs. St. Louis and Boston. Watch that shit. And as for the shit bag of the week. I'm going back to Alexandria. What's her name? Alexandria Acaso Cortez on this one. And the people that voted for her, the stupidity meter is redlining on this broad. I mean, it's pegged. This, I just can't get over. I can't get over how dumb this broad is. And people actually, well, that shows you what kind of people are in her <laughs> district or whatever. The intelligence level. The, these people are out there among us. This bitch is dumb. I'm not going to, I'm sorry. I'm not going to call her a bitch. I think she's very pretty. Crazy eyes. Crazy as a bag of fucking rats. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, she's dumb as a brick. Just, just go back behind the bar, look pretty, with those big-ass pretty eyes you got, crazy eyes you got. You're, you're a very attractive broad. Go back to slinging drinks. Uh, you know, sucker some rich guy into uh, being your sugar daddy, and you're set. Stay out of politics, woman. You're, you're just too dumb. I'm sorry. You're pretty, but you're dumb. You're dumb as fuck. Dumb as fuck. Give it up. 
give it up. I mean, how many people out there that ran against her were like, God damn, are you shitting me? This woman? This person? Fuck. What do I got to do to win? Damn. Fuck. This woman. She beat me. What does that say about me? Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of Dealing with Stupidity. Let me know what you think or if any of your experiences with dumb fucking shitbag managers are just dumb garbage people to begin with. You know, just shoot me an email if you, if you have a question, suggestion, comment, complaint, or insult. I look forward to the insults. I love the insults. Uh, it's at dwstupidity at gmail.com or the contact page on dealingwithstupidity.com or tweet me on Twitter at dwstupidity. God damn, I got the hiccups now. Mm. Fuck me. If you know someone that would like to hear or needs to hear this episode, please share it. Please share it. You guys are the best. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, everybody. I hope you have a great Friday, great weekend. Just remember, don't be a piece of shit. You can't tax robots, and robots aren't corporations. I'm out.